You are now listening to a new episode of Canadian Gardeners, hosted by Matt and Tiffany Whitney. Hello, gardeners. On today's episode number eight, we're going to be talking about raised garden beds, the benefit of them, and our garden a little bit. Matt, do you want to tell about the raised garden beds? I'd love to. Um, I want to tell a bit of a story and how we kind of got to where we are now. Um, so 2016, 2017, we ended up sowing in the ground yeah. uh, with not a whole lot of success, dealing with weeds. Uh, it was a bit of a trifle. We just, we in that space, 30 by 50 feet, it's a fair amount of room. Yeah. Um, we wanted just to have structure and the ability to uh, have it easy to be watered. Um, it's easy to maintain. Maintain, it. yeah, because yeah. of the ground cover. Uh, with all those raised planter boxes to this date is um, really easy because it's just wood mulch. But back on the story of it, so 2016, 2017, 2017, I decided that I wanted to try something different. I got onto the internet, went onto YouTube, Pinterest. Um, YouTube, Google. Google, yeah. All and of it. <laughs> all of it. And just kind of saw what I was, tried to see what options there were. And um, I found something on Pinterest and I, the first, <clears throat> the first five were made out of wood with a corrugated um, inside. So the, the, when the soil's inside that, um, it's touching the corrugated. So there's not much chance for rot, but I felt like I could do better on that design. So then that was the 2018, I tried different designs and started messing around you know, my background as a welder i started messing around with different mediums aluminum still the corrugated and like wood toppers just because the corrugate is sharp and i wanted i wanted a little bit of form and function so purpose-built planter box um is what i was ultimately going for something easy to level um yeah and lightweight so yeah easy i wanted to move around. easy to move around um, but durable, durable that would hold up because yeah. the corrugated is the stuff they use in window wells. So I just, um, very purpose built. So, um, now we're, we're into 2019 and we've got, we started off in 2018 with five, 2019, we rolled into about what? 25. Yeah. And then what was, what was our final count? Now? <laughs> our final count right now in 2022 is we have 32 raised beds in yeah. our garden. And that's not including all the pots and stuff that are in there too, that we're probably going to have more and more over the, over the years. I know. <laughs> we just keep adding to it. Yeah, but it's the space is filled. Um, we have other projects that we're working on now. but um, So that space has been a real pleasure to you know take care of and maintain. And I think for, for many more years, um, in fact, it was a bit of a labor to get going, to get that started, you know, get all that soil in and, and, you know, come up with a plan and a design. But ultimately when it was done, it was one of the most rewarding things yeah. I've ever done in my life. I was like, I just want to add at a point too, is like when we first started with your first models to how they are now, just the evolution of like the <laughs> you can see it in the garden. Yeah. yeah. But it was, it was good to like research and experiment with the best way which ones drain the best yeah. which ones so all our experiments yeah. and practices and things that we wouldn't give to clients that we were trying to you know test out different models is essentially in our our um in our garden and that was the evolution we love that that space to be that to where it is now yeah, yeah. 
kind of cool. How do we fill our raised beds? Um, that's a great question. Everyone has their own approach. Like, um, I have to put this out there, and I think it's important that Tiffany and I both say this. We're not by any means professional gardeners. We we, we learn. Um, I make this running joke, and this is true. I've got my black belt in YouTubing. <laughs> I spend a lot of time researching, and I, I, I'm not scared of failing. I'm reading so books. Reading books yeah. and just trying and seeing what sticks and what works. So, um, But, yeah, so what we fill... Um, we have a, a neighbor that had horses and he had uh, piles that were left for years and years and years. And it was just great biomass that we used that for a good amount. But how we layered it is we use a thing called hugaculture. If I'm but butchering that word, I'm not meaning to. It's, yeah, it's a tricky it, word. It's a German <laughs> word. Um, it's a hilling of, of, of different um I guess wood mediums so what we ended up doing is small branches and logs and a lot of um, leaves yes. and debris um, that we really have available in our space just collect, yeah. and put that about a third of the way and then the other third was a good the rest of it was a good high quality uh, horse manure and then from the next third we used a lot of um, our own kitchen scraps and biomass so that would be yeah, um, compost. compost and we've now heavily got into worm, worm castings and things like that so we do not use um and i'm learning how to use teas i haven't yet but i'm going to start uh for the garden um and a thing called spiking but i don't want to get too much into that because there's that's a world that i'm not familiar with but i'm going to try but um that's the way of fer uh, uh, you know organically fertilizing and taking care of the soil ultimately is amending it every year um so that next third is uh good compost good mix we use we've used a company that i love <laughs> tagging all the time is analita organics yeah they're pretty they're pretty awesome company to work with so they they uh coins uh, consistently are with my business model as well aligned and aligned with mine in the sense that like uh i didn't mean to use business model i meant to use uh, my strategy of growing um is like I have worm castings. They're a worm casting company that do organic amendments, and it aligns with how I want to do things in my in my garden. So when I can't, you know, I don't have enough worm castings or worm tea or or compost, or compost right. I can substitute some of that with something that I can trust to put in my garden. Yeah, like high quality, high quality, premium. high quality premium amendments, and um, that's important to me. And it's important to my garden. Uh, it's important because like to me is like um the high quality amendments that you put in it um it turns into uh good high quality nutrient dense food so um yeah and then so i i talked about that's what we did with our garden beds and then also too i mulch the top as well yeah so, it's like at the end of the season yeah right? we always mulch and i also mulch throughout the season as well yeah. so that can be all sorts of things like you can use um what's it called straw hay straw hay leaves. i know that yeah. there's like um what's that coconut husk, husk or whatever you yeah. can use that as well that's a good one that breaks down easily we've used um thought or like wood dust chips yeah like. yeah um yeah just something that's kind of covers the soil yeah um, you kind of want it to cover the soil because soil is black right so yeah well i think there's other reasons well, to that yeah. too but um 
Again, we are not professionals. This is just how we approach the gardening <laughs> situation. Um, well, and that's the benefit of having 32 boxes. We can really experiment, <laughs> try yeah, definitely. different techniques in each one and see what works. So I think I broke that down pretty good. Um, and then there's another the, important oh. thing is crop rotation. Oh, yeah. Shoot. That is actually a really good point. We, we had to learn that as well. Uh, we would put yeah. certain things in, in the same place over and over. And we noticed yield differences and et cetera. Um, we just because certain things like go well in that box like we have like a trellis uh area that just makes sense for peas so we always put peas in there and uh we have a tomatoes trellis and that's where we always put tomatoes so we have to move things around just to make it um you know better for the soil and just um think better about that as well. better too, for the yields yeah. as well yeah um we always amend in the spring um just trying to think if there's anything else that would be beneficial i guess the the boxes themselves is important to talk about as well um their aluminum corners 0.080 is the gauge of the aluminum uh the corrugated is 26 gauge uh galvanized um 20 inches tall so that's what oh, the yes. bracket is um and then we have a wood topper which are two by fours yeah and that the, the sizes of the what the boxes come in so they're 20 inch tall so we have two by four four by four uh two by eight and four by eight um those are the sizes that we've got going right now we have other models coming out but that's what's right our now standard. this our standard right now at this moment is what we have um and those are just big boxes that work um to make whatever kind of grid you want to make whatever design you're looking into or what would work in yours because like yeah. we've done there's we've done all site all sorts of different configurations yeah. as well so it's pretty cool yeah you get to experiment it they're good sizes to work with and i don't know which size is my favorite to be honest. i like I two know. bites they're probably my favorite they're easy to work around they yeah, they're my favorite for sure. Yeah, it's a really good size. Yeah. How about we talk about some benefits of the raised beds? One is like the proper drainage, even in heavy rain. So the corrugated with the corners the way they are, they really help drain out when it's he raining heavy. Obviously, from the bottom as well, there's no bottom. They're all open-ended, so it allows for drainage and heavy rains. It's easy on your back and knees. That was something we really noticed when you're sewing the ground. It is hard on your body. This is kind of nice because you can sit on the wood topper, tend to the garden, take care of it all. Mm -hmm. I like it. That is definitely a benefit. Uh, someone being six feet tall for sure. Yes. Um, but what I like is when the boxes are in, all in into your space that you can put ground cover down. Like you can um mulch bark mulch if you wanted to put row crush down i suppose you could too like yeah just to keep you know the weeds down and keep it nice pristine and clean uh, it allows for a nice work environment for sure because like it's just easy and accessible everything's easy and accessible so um yeah i would definitely say those are my yeah my highlights your highlights yeah. of it yeah also it simplifies the control of weeds and pests you don't need any digging. You can just plunk it on top of saw too. I want to. I would love to touch on that too. Um, with when we got this house, we didn't. We don't know 
for the last 40 years what they've been putting in that soil. It could yeah. have been synthetic fertilizers the whole time. We don't really know. So when we decided to do, we, we just built the soil up. So the stuff that's in there, we know exactly, exactly. every single thing that's put in there. Because we know we, how organic our produce is going to be. Yeah, because we we did it. We were the ones that shoveled every spade full of, yes, we did. of, of soil um, for a month, it felt like. So, um, yeah. <laughs> for I know, for a month. It was, was a, it was like long. It was a long. It was a <laughs> summer of spading in soil for sure. Or but summers. it's all worth it. Like honestly as long as as much work as it was in 2019 putting everything in it's worth it now in 2020 this will be our fourth year gardening with raised beds 2022 or 2022 whoa sorry i just time crazy right now time flies i find yeah all that work we put in now it's it's easy i find it easy to do our planting easy to take care of enjoyable it looks great yeah i feel like we're doing a great job of plugging ourselves like i think it's like top tier killing it hey yeah. tibby um well if we're gonna keep plugging we might as well talk about our website oh, yeah. so three the number three pd peter doug peter doug <laughs> dot ca um you can also get us at matt3pd at gmail.com we'll put this all in the the episode notes notes yeah. yes thank you um yeah it's been a great whirlwind adventure because gardening has a lot of things that i like one it fulfills um a spiritual thing like Tending to something is kind of is fun in the sense that you get to see something from very small to growing something that you know stains you. Yeah, and that's that's rewarding in itself. Um, depending on what kind of personality you are, for sure. Um, but for myself, it zen me out. I uh, I would say I'm a bit, I'm wired a different way. I'm always on my energy. For some people, they can't handle it. <laughs> with you but it's fine because like when i'm in the garden thank you tiffany but when i'm in the garden i'm very happy i'm very in my i like i like looking at the flowers and looking at what's happening and i just just so tranquil and peaceful and so calming you know different strokes for different folks but that's what i'm into so like believe it or not a garden in your backyard helps the planet growing food without pesticide and herbicides cuts down on air and water pollution and less fossil fuel as there's no need to transport the vegetables across the nation or even around the world yeah so you get to just walk out into your backyard and pick out whatever you're gonna have for dinner i feel like in summer it's like that show chop you just go out and pick a basket <laughs> and that's what's for dinner yeah. whatever's going at that time yeah. um my biggest takeaway with all those things that you said those rapid fire of of great points is um when you are growing i know different people have different sizes of backyards like not everyone has three acres to play with and i understand that like you have to work with what you got but it, it is nice to have something even if it is a few tomato plants and and not have to go to the grocery store for that and just be able to just, you know, 
you know, munch out and be like, this, I made this. Or even if it's just, like, small herb garden in your kitchen. Like, honestly, whatever you can do, your future self will thank you for eating fresh herbs or tomatoes or cucumbers or -hmm. whatever you want to grow, lettuce or all of it. On that note, I think we are done for today. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening in, and we'll see you next week. See you guys. Thanks for listening to another episode of Canadian Gardeners. Tune in next week. Thank you.